Hey y'all, this is Taco Mom, and welcome to the 11th episode of Tacos and Tales. Jane, welcome back to Tacos and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. How is everybody doing today? Hey guys, happy Halloween Eve. This is Liz. (laughs) (laughs) We have a very special guest today. We have hashtag taco mom on the set. (laughs) Thank you ladies for inviting me back. We'll pause while you cheer. Being that this is the episode before Halloween, we wanted it to be a nice and spooky, scary one. So who better to scare us with her (laughs) scary stories than our mom? The original spooktress, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) She taught us what it was to fear. To appreciate the fear. And not just with her. This is not a playground voice. (laughs) First of all, I just want to say that over the weekend, we met and surpassed 1,000 downloads, which is mind-blowing. I can't believe that somebody has listened to our voice <laughs> 1,000 times. I think it should, what if it's just one person that just keeps listening to it over <laughs> and over again? I don't think so. Is it? I don't know if it is! Hey, yeah. one person. Thanks. That's insane. It's, it's very, very... Um, What's the word? I don't know. It just feels really cool to know that people are appreciating us and downloading and... Yeah, it is very cool. Enjoying. So... Yeah. So if you haven't, please uh, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe. And tell five friends. Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) So I think for today's episode, we're going to talk about something that for me is like one of the scariest things that... We're going to talk about. (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh. We're going to talk about um, something that's very scary to me, and if it's in a movie or in a book or whatever it might be, it always just gets me so gets me so scared. Mm-hmm. Who am I? Makes me so scared. Um, and that is going to be the appearance of the devil, or the D, as we like to call him on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> he sh- who shall remain unnamed yeah, yeah. I was going to say so hey guys this episode is all about the D <laughs> <laughs> I prefer if we use the D thank you <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this was supposed to be a scary episode y'all <laughs> oh it can be scary at <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, um, back to the actual D. Yeah, as we mentioned in a previous episode, there's not that much stuff that scares me. I'm not very scary. scared, a scaredy cat. <laughs> but that is something that definitely gets to me and makes me think for a while. Like, after I see any kind of movies or anything that has to do with the D. <clears throat> so, just to start us off, I'm going to give a little couple of superstitions about the devil aka the d um there is a lot and obviously but i just kind of picked the ones that thought were fun <laughs> just because what? i didn't, okay. i didn't really want to read that much excuse me if you guys heard that i do apologize i'm so sorry 
Okay, to, so to start us off on some superstitions, um, number one, it is bad luck to spill salt. So you have to throw some over your left shoulder with your right hand to blind the devil to prevent him from taking your soul. I feel like I'm very, like, what's the word? I hold that very tightly because I definitely always throw salt over my shoulder. So you're very superstitious. I am. I absolutely am. Okay, I also do that. I have no idea why. I mean, I need, I just thought that it was to ward against bad luck. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it had to do with all that D. Because yeah. supposedly he's over your shoulder. Oh, always not over, over shoulder. my shoulder. So you have to blind mm-hmm. him. Number two. If you bake a loaf of bread, make an X across the top to keep the devil away from it. In England, it was believed that if both ends were cut off of a loaf of bread, the devil would fly over the house. What? There's a lot of superstitions I guess I'll about the devil eating the heels of bread because you <laughs> guys do. know I like to eat the heels. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe like some somebody's mom was tired of them just like cutting bread <laughs> nonsensically. <laughs> like me, I like the heels. Doing that, the so, devil will fly over the house. <laughs> start at the beginning and work your way down. <laughs> That's funny. In Germany, according to legend. When arriving to a pub with your friends, you should knock on the table twice to prove you aren't the devil. And this superstition came because back in the day, um, all of the, or most of the tables at pubs and stuff were made out of oak, which is believed to be a holy tree. And oh, the devil, yeah, the devil can't touch it. Oh. Mm-hmm. So does that, where, is that where the saying comes, knock on wood? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Can we put that in our jujul machine really quickly? Sure, while you're doing that, I'll go on to the next one. Okay. Sneezing was a way of expelling the devil from your body. So we say bless you in order to prevent him from coming back in and stealing your soul. Hmm. How? How? I I had also heard that when you sneeze, your heart stops. That's what I had always heard. Yeah, Yeah. so they say bless you to get it to start again. I've I've actually heard a couple of different ones. And my German co-worker says that it's because... Um, when you sneeze, it opens your soul where you can be possessed, and that's why you have to say bless you. Oh. So every time I sneeze in my office, he's like, Gesundheit! In like the very <laughs> Germanist way you've ever heard, and it's just <laughs> which so can be scary. Extra. <laughs> um, but just really quickly, where did knock on wood come from? It derives from the pagan belief that malevolent spirits inhabited wood, and that if you expressed a hope for the future, you should touch or knock on wood to prevent the spirits from hearing and presumably preventing your hopes from coming true. What? <laughs> hmm. huh. I guess it didn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. So, maybe to, like, throw them off or something? Hmm, interesting. We'll circle back to that whenever, whenever we do an <laughs> episode about superstitions. Okay. And so my last superstition, my last fun superstition about the devil... You should not whistle in your home at night. In Turkey, it is believed that if you whistle at night, you are calling the devil to your home. Huh. Oh, I, I had never heard that. So, being the whistler that I am. <laughs> Please don't. Kind of scary. Please keep all whistling to the morning hours. <laughs> no whistling between 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. Yeah, so those were my superstitions for you guys for today. Those are pretty good. Thanks for sharing. No probs. Yeah, very interesting uh, superstitions from around the world. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there was a lot, but a lot of them are really, like, evil. So I was like, hmm. 
want to keep it light. Some fun ones. (laughs) I want to keep it light when talking about the D. Yes. (laughs) The light D. So, uh, what do you have for us today, Um, Well, the devil went on down to Georgia. Just kidding. We actually are going to North Carolina today, so pack your bags and come along. Okay. (laughs) Oh, good, she's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we... (laughs) We were In really case I dark. That, I just <laughs> pretended to have fainted on the couch. <laughs> we we were thinking back. We were like something else as children. We, for whatever reason, whenever somebody would leave and come back into a room, somebody would pretend to be quote unquote asleep. But then. It kind of like you would literally just throw your body in the direction of any way that you could lay like a rag doll. So then I feel like it was me, but I don't know. So then one time somebody walked in and the other person was quote unquote pretending to be asleep. (laughs) And the other person was like, oh, good. She's dead. (laughs) (laughs) We're so weird. (laughs) And so I recently, so I recently did that to her and she came in and she's like, Oh, good, she's dead, and we could not stop laughing. We're like, I can't believe we used to say that we're six and seven. <laughs> well, I think that dark humor has always been a part of us. Um, you know, even going back to my child, also a lot of dark humor. That's <laughs> probably where you got it from. So. Probably, I'll take responsible responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we're trying to make uh, to make light of their attempt at a joke. We're just like, oh, we don't care. Oh, good, she's dead. <laughs> Ah, okay, that was fun. Okay, let's all get back into the car and go to North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Did anybody bring snacks? Okay. Okay, so we are going to travel today to the Devil's Tramping Ground in Chatham County, North Carolina. Do they have an accent there? I don't know. Maybe I think it's like a southern accent. Okay. I have no idea. I don't know either. But uh, the Devil's Tramping Ground is actually a... An area, tramping. huh? Tramping ground. Tramping ground. Oh, okay, okay. Do y'all see how she does me? <laughs> um, and it is a barren, perfect circle in the middle of the woods in Chatham County, uh, forty feet in diameter, where no trees, no weeds, no flowers, not even a blade of grass will grow. So they've tried to plant. Um, vegetation any sort of plant and it will wither and die when hikers go through the forest they will have their dogs and their dogs will stop in their tracks put their tails in there between their legs and cower away Mm. so nobody knows why it's so barren it is a perfect circle Mm -hmm. people are said to have camped there and when they wake up their belongings have been moved two three miles down the road That'd be about time to pack up and go. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) why are you sleeping there to begin with? So it's said that this is the location where the devil can um, come onto earth and where he tramps, where he, you know, walks around in circles thinking of how to um, corrupt humanity. Oh my God. Even more than it's already been corrupted. (laughs) (laughs) So it said that he walks at night and... um, it's a, it said that the scorching heat of his cloven hoof prints kills the vegetation and renders the soil, bar- the soil barren. 
He angrily brushes anything left in his path, and his great strength easily is able to toss aside even the heaviest object. So it's just like a field, like a field, a circle field? Yes. There's not like trees or anything? Nobody made it. It just, it's surrounded by trees, but it is a perfect circle. Huh. That's yep. very scary. When he walks in this private spot on earth, the devil drops the illusions with which he disguises himself when he appears to men. So in his natural state, the face of a fallen angel is so horrible that no man can see it and remain sane. Scientists have even gone to, you know, check the area out. I was going to say. Yeah, and nobody has been able to come up with a with an explanation. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, or it's probably like a buildup of, I don't know. But 40 feet of that, perfect circle? That's crazy. So. Hmm. I haven't had um, the desire to go to North Carolina, and if we have any fans there, I hear you. <laughs> but any desire that we would have had, <laughs> we Pretty thank much you, <laughs> we respect you, but no thank you. Um, At so least yeah. not to that spot. Yeah, <laughs> and not to Myrtle Beach either, because I heard that it's it's, it's evil, it's right? You know, it's dirty. Oh. Yeah, they have been closing a lot for um, bacteria in the water and stuff. Oh. Isn't that where Myrtle Beach is in North Carolina? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And so, is there a picture of the circle? Like There is, and we'll be putting it on our Instagram. From above? Well, can we see it? Oh. I'm so sorry, Mom, that the visuals have not been prepared in preparation. Um, due to my iPad dying, I didn't want to, you know. Okay, so this is the devil's tramping ground. Well, it looks strange, but it doesn't look very menacing, if you will. I mean, the scariest things. Okay, mean. so, um, guys, we will be sending Taco <laughs> Mom on assignment. Taco Mom on assignment. Hell no. I won't go. <laughs> Taco Mom on assignment. <laughs> we packed your bag, Mom. Surprise! <laughs> okay, well, that was a good story. Devilish, but yet not crazy. Yeah, didn't, uh-huh. I didn't want to talk about him too much because... yeah give the bastard any acknowledgement <laughs> she said it i did it scoots <laughs> over <laughs> okay so you took us to north carolina and i will just be taking us west of houston this is the story of the night the devil danced in san antonio oh my gosh uh, creepy it was a hot and humid night in the 70s when a dark and handsome man walked into the club and all eyes were on him. He chose his dance partner and they began to dance passionately all night long. Everyone was in a sort of trance. There was um, people who were there that night say that it felt like there was no oxygen in the room and the music started to play slower and deeper. Ooh. Until... All of a sudden, this spell that everybody was under was broken when someone screamed, El Diablo. No! Please don't say that. (laughs) That's the devil in Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the girl who was dancing with the D looks down and saw that his feet were a chicken foot and a goat's hoof. 
So she screams his piercing scream and he seems amused at this. He starts to laugh, a laugh that fills everyone's ears as he's running out. He's laughing, leaving only the sound of his laughter and the oh scent of sulfur. Oh, oh And that was, that's the story that has been told of the night that the devil danced in San Antonio. Does it say where it was? I found two. There's a child. Um, I will not be going there. I found two. One story said that it happened at El Camaroncito <laughs> Club. And then another one said that it happened in Los Arcos Club. Huh. Interesting. So I don't know if there's two different stories or what, but. Wow. That's scary. Well, well you, you know. know uh, when I was little, uh, probably about 10 years old, so this would have been about 1972, um, some friends of my parents um, here in Houston, uh, we would go visit them from time to time. On this occasion, we went to visit them and they were all very upset. And it seems that a couple of days before, um, their son had been alone at home alone. He was uh, in his 20s, early 20s, and somebody knocked on the door. So he goes to the door, and this man in dark clothing, but he could not see his face, asked for the father (laughs) by name. And he said that, told him that he was sorry, but that he wasn't there. And he said, you tell him that Satan came. What? The what? Yes, the girl. And, and Frank, but say, and the say smell it in of Spanish how he said it. Because you guys, okay. ready for the, get ready for the chills. <laughs> he said, asked for the dad, and then he said, dile que vino Satanás. Oh my God! I know. Even I got chills. Hell no! Hell no! And no, no. so when they arrived home, they could smell the sulfur. Oh wow! And it it lingered for days. For those of you guys that don't know, um, they say that when the devil has made its round, I guess oh, um, you can smell sulfur and brimstone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just in case anybody, yeah. I was gonna tell. Needless them. to say, um, we didn't never went back to that to that home or visited those. So where, where was Sorry, this? y'all, but uh, where was this at? Here in Houston. Here in Houston, wow. here in Houston one of the older neighborhoods. Wow. Um, but you so just never know when people are dealing in close like... to downtown. Um, another story that um, my sister actually told me. And um, this happened to her when she was about um, nine or ten. And at that time, um, they lived um, in Brownsville, Texas. And um, her and two of my cousins, which were a little older than her, were sent to the store, which was very common back in those days. There were little neighborhood stores, two or three in every neighborhood. So they um, head out, and about halfway to the store, they hear um, walking footsteps. They hear footsteps behind them, and 
So they stopped and they turned around. And when they did, they saw something with hoofed feet. <gasps> and um, it was black. And yes, hold on, but the eyes were glowing. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yes. And she says that they just stood there for a moment and then they looked at each other and somebody said run and they ran for their lives they made it to the store and they were all shaken and upset but these was back in the days where there were no cell phones there was Mm -hmm. no uber (laughs) (laughs) calling uber to take me home but um they had to walk back home oh shoot oh my god so they were um scared and my the two boy cousins had her in the middle and they were you know trying to protect each other and they were they were very frightened as they made their way back home when they got to the spot where this had taken place they looked on the ground there were burn marks (gasps) in the ground hoof hoof marks oh my gosh oh my god yes um, she says it's something that she never forgot. Um, and now this story doesn't end there. Um, it kind of goes, keeps going because um, I had an experience in the house where they lived at the time. When I was little, I must have been about uh, nine or ten. So this was about 1972. And... Um, we would go and visit my my aunt there that was her home and uh, we all went to bed and me with my cousins all we were excited we were going to be sleeping in the same room (laughs) as kids do yes (laughs) we had so much fun but um on on this particular night um, i would always say my prayers as i still do before i i go to to sleep and on this night i was trying to pray and I couldn't pray. Oh my God. My, I, I kept getting stuck for, for lack of better way of explaining it. I would just get stuck and I couldn't go forward and I couldn't go forward. And I finally got very um, frustrated and my mom heard me. She was in the next room and she said, what's wrong? And I said, oh, mommy, I can't pray. I said, I keep getting stuck. And she said, you keep on going. I'll pray with you. And she started praying and I started praying out aloud. And finally, I was able to get those prayers out. That's crazy. That's terrifying. That is very terrifying because even though I was a very little girl, I knew that that, that something was wrong. It yeah. felt wrong. Yeah, well, it said that when there is an evil presence, presence, that it causes you to forget your prayers. Like no matter how Not much you try, to. you can't get through it. Yeah, so it was it was very a very scary experience. Oh my god! But my mom got me through it. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Rest in peace. Wow, that is terrifying. Those are good stories. I'm I mean, like scared. not good, but like good. <laughs> right. I'm scared, y'all. So I think I need a little bit of tacos in my life after that. <laughs> yes, please. Maybe some Taco wine. for the scare. <laughs> Yeah, definitely some water. My grandma always used to be like, I drink some water. If you get scared, like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs>
Google it. <laughs> I yeah. think I thought moms were the original Google. This episode, yeah, this episode definitely definitely needed a little bit of Cabernet. Because it's... I'm scared, y'all. <laughs> but it's Monday, so our drink of choice is coffee or water. <laughs> we tied. We did a little, a little too much this weekend. We, we went a little hard for Some Halloween. Some of us did. <laughs> okay, well, I think it's time for a taco break. Taco, taco break. break! Featuring Taco Mom. <laughs> That's the remix. <laughs> okay, y'all. That's on the menu today, Liz. So today... So today we are talking about tacos of discada. Okay. Are y'all familiar with discada? Yes. Had it Uh, once or twice. Don't really care for it, but... Um, Is that that the wet one? Yes. Yes. I was going to say not a fan. (laughs) Not a fan either. Um, But it's very popular. So I'm going to tell y'all about uh, the history and stuff. So, discada is a mixed meat dish popular in the northern Mexican states of Baja California, Sinaloa, Sonora, Chihuahua, Coahuila, Durango, Zacatecas, Nuevo León, and Tamaulipas. Sorry, I, I didn't realize that there were more <laughs> <laughs> She just couldn't leave anybody out. She just couldn't help herself. Yeah, I don't want to leave anybody out in case we have listeners there. Um, so it's a mixture of meats like beef, bacon, ham, sausage, and Mexican chorizo. And it's cooked on an agricultural plow disc. Plow disc? Mm-hmm. Um, it's called a disc harrow. And a disc harrow is a farm tool that is used to till the soil where crops are to be planted. In Spanish, it's called rastra de discos. So... Literally. Okay. I always thought it was Liscada. No, it's Don't they have a disc made by Calphalon? (laughs) (laughs) I would prefer. Can Calphalon please cut that cheese for Calphalon, please? I only use Calphalon. (laughs) So that's where the name comes from. And so the disc is placed on an open flame and the ingredients are all added one by one. Um... Typically, they start with the bacon first, and then they add the tomatoes, and, like, everything cooks for, like, five minutes separately before everything comes together, and supposedly the dish was made or came to life when agriculture was the main activity of the region of northern Mexico. A farmer who plowed the land decided to use the discs of worn plows as his comal, (laughs) which is basically... What, like a big griddle? Griddle. 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 Yeah. <laughs> you can always count on the ingenuity of Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> and he uses to prepare his food there to not have to go to his house. But can you imagine? He was probably tired. Yes. And it was like, oh, that's too much work. Because they work in people. So other workers who, like him, plowed the land, gathered the food that each one had, which was a small amount, to mix into it. So everybody kind of brought what they had, like either chorizo, like, oh, I have chorizo, oh, I have bacon, <laughs> oh, I have some onions. <laughs> I have tomatoes. <laughs> um, I have an appetite. <laughs> in the end, there was a mixture of venison, chorizo, beef, tomatoes, and onion in a disc that they placed on mesquite branches and hot logs. Wow. Mm-hmm. Some people call it chatarra, and from what I can tell, that literally translates to scrap. So, 
so like just like scrap meal wow yeah yeah isn't that interesting it is now very, i feel bad for not liking it i know it has such I a know. humble beginning i know well, <laughs> maybe the one that we had wasn't exactly maybe i've had it several places yeah <laughs> i've had it i'm sorry i just i, I don't can't. like that it's wet. I, I don't like wet meat yeah maybe we should try to make it <laughs> Anyway, but we, if you have the opportunity to try it, definitely try it because it's a favorite of a lot of people, even though I don't personally care for it. But um, anyway, that concludes our taco break. Taco break! Thanks for that taco break, Liz. I definitely don't want to try it again, but more power to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> now I kind of want to make it and see if I like it I mean I'm sure if you make it I it'll think, be good I think what I don't like is the bacon Honestly, I think what I don't like is that it has I hope I don't, we don't lose followers but I don't like bacon <laughs> that much in my food oh wow. my god oh my god we're gonna be hashtag canceled uh-huh. <laughs> does anybody else feel the same way like I, I'll eat it on the side of an egg but like in my food it's just like eh. Oh, I like a bacon on bacon with a side of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Wrapped in bacon. Wrapped in bacon. <laughs> bacon wrapped shrimp. <gasps> bacon wrapped jalapenos. I don't like ba- I like bacon wrapped jalapenos. I don't like bacon wrapped shrimp. Really? I don't like to mix meats. I feel like that's really weird. What do you think, Mom? Um, what do you think about mixed meats? <laughs> I think something wrapped in bacon is okay. <laughs> I mean, like bacon. Anything wrapped in bacon, anything wrapped in bacon is okay. Listen, my mom wrapped ba- bacon wrapped items. <laughs> so, so if you're listening to this, that means. Bum, bum, bum. Halloween is tomorrow. Trick or treat. Happy Halloween. Give me something good to eat. If you don't, I don't care. This is gone down your underwear. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the mom. (laughs) (laughs) That went far too. So I hope you guys are excited as we are that it's going to be Halloween tomorrow. Unfortunately, it's during the week. But hopefully you can still do some activities. Yeah, I mean, I think you can plan a cute little hump day halloween anything anything you do um just get together with your family and friends and either watch a movie or just have some food it's just about getting together and enjoying mm-hmm. the holiday some spooky times eat some pizza I hopefully the little ones will be able to trick-or-treat because that's always oh, yeah unless you're like 12 and wherever they said that they can't I think it was North Carolina or Virginia. See, there's something wrong with them. <laughs> in Virginia, or over there on the East Coast, where they said that um, if you're over the age of 14, I think it was. Yeah, that they're going to no, arrest No, or maybe it was 12. Yeah, 12. Yeah, 12. Something that they're even... Going to give tickets if you're trick-or-treating, unless you're taking out some kids or something. Yeah, that's actually kind of horrible. Shame um, on you, police fine, department. So hopefully by now, everybody got their... Um, Costume, if you're going to wear something, I am going to be a witch, as I said. And what are you going to be? I think I'm also going to be a witch or maybe a sheet ghost. As I've said in previous episodes, I really want to be a sheet ghost. (laughs) What about you, Mom? I am actually going to dress up as a taco. (laughs) (laughs) A taco. Not a taco of discada, please. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's funny. So if you do dress up, if you dress up your furry friends or your children, <laughs> please uh, tag us in the pics so we can see what everybody dressed up as. Yeah, that'd be fun. And be safe. Be safe, everybody. Don't drink and drive. Okay. So if you don't have a suggestion for your Halloween movie, I would like to suggest a movie that once again was introduced to us. Here are movies. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Siri. This Sorry, is my podcast. that was Siri. <laughs> <laughs> um, a movie that was introduced to us by uh, our mom. Psycho mom. <laughs> we were literally like seven and ten, and and um, it's definitely a very weird and twisted movie. Not for children. But I, I definitely would like to give us credit as children because we were so open to watching it and we weren't just like scared and. It's like next level horror. I it's feel actually, like art. What is it called? Like it's art called echo? Giallo. No, it's called Giallo. G-I-A-L-L-O. So I don't know if it's giallo or gallo, but it's a style of Italian, Italian. literature and film right. that is that kind of... Very interesting. Yeah, because... Very the, gory. Yeah, the colors that they use, mm-hmm. the the props and the very makeup. Very nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. And yes. the movie is, since I haven't said... <laughs> <laughs> the movie is actually Suspiria. Da, da, da. <laughs> also that maybe um i remember always letting you guys know that it was going to be this or that way and that it was just a movie so you guys always kept it in perspective i think that helped and apparently they're remaking it i think it's coming out or it came out it's supposed to be coming out, I think. And it looks okay, Aww. but I mean, I'm nothing like the not a fan of remakes. Yeah, nothing is ever as good as the. I'll original. watch it, but I probably won't like it as much as the as the first one. Maybe if if um, it's done right, but I don't know the the the, the first one. And like, I don't want to. This is a spoiler alert. So if you don't like spoilers, then one one of the scenes that always haunts me or i think about from that movie is the main girl in the movie is like running away from something that's following her and she has the idea to climb in through a window to kind of go oh my gosh no stop okay that's enough (laughs) to go into the next room and unfortunately the next no it's not the main girl because it's just one of the girls okay we're not gonna talk about this anymore anyway so she's running away from this um thing that's chasing her. She jumps in through this window to safety, and that room is filled with razor wire. Oh my god, it's horrible! And that's all I'm gonna say, y'all. I was literally seven years old. So <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Um, yes, that was one of the gory aspects. Yeah, but there are a lot of supernatural, which I am a bigger fan of the supernatural as opposed to gory. Um. So there's a lot of really good different um, aspects to that movie. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good movie. I mean, I like it. Yeah. And it's it was obviously it was obviously it was obviously it obviously made an impression on us. Yeah, and, and like, just um FYI Suspiria 2018 is already out. Okay. So if y'all trying to go let me know. Okay. But for our listeners, right, I definitely recommend to watch the first one and then watch the new one. Yes. Um, but yeah, but, and it's kind of also like an endearing memory, <laughs> I guess. 
the sentimental memory because yeah. it's like we'll always think about oh you know this is a, a movie that we watch with our mom type thing <laughs> <laughs> along with the birds and other hitchcock works yeah <laughs> the birds of course yeah, gotta they, love the birds the classics so I, I, do love, I do love. So nothing scares me. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but the D. That was the whole point. Hey. And even that doesn't scare you. <laughs> <laughs> my mom. My is mom. Literally right there. My mom used to say. <laughs> so do you have a movie suggestion, or are we just uh, giving them one? No, yeah, I think we've kind of gone on about Suspiria for quite a bit. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I would definitely recommend it too. It's timeless. Yeah. It really is. For sure. And if you guys like the movie suggestions, um, maybe we'll just continue even though it's not going to be Halloween anymore because we have seen a lot of um, scary movies and older scary movies that people aren't exposed to. So I guess we'll try to scatter them throughout the episodes. Just some suggestions on movies that we're familiar with. Yeah, very cool. I do want to give a thank you to Podbean because they've been... um, if you guys listen to us on the Podbean app, they're running a promotion for October for Halloween where they feature certain podcasts in their scary stories genre. And um, we have gotten a lot of listens from that. And we're I'm so appreciative that they decided to feature us as a scary stories podcast. And if you guys came to us to do that promotion, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Tacos and Tales. <laughs> hey, thanks, Podbean. Very cool. And for those of you that listen to us on iTunes, make sure that you rate and subscribe and leave us a review because that will really help to bump us up in the iTunes list. And we are also on Spotify, don't forget. And apparently we're on something called Pocket Casts. Yeah, I think that's some somewhere that are um, something that our friends across the pond listen to us on. I guess. No, no, no. I think it's an Android app. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I... Um. Oh, no, I'm lying. We love you even though your no, bubbles are green. I'm lying. <laughs> I'm lying because I looked it up, and it's actually a paid podcast app. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all yeah, rich. It's $3.99. That's a lot. For every episode? No, for the, the app. subscription. Oh, oh. Yeah. But it's still. Very cool. Crazy. Thank you so much for paying to listen to our annoying little voices. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks once again to everybody who has contributed to our 1,000 downloads. If you haven't, uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tacos and Tales Podcast. That's Tacos, the letter N, Tales Podcast. Um, and, and tweet us. Yes. Tweet t- us your Halloween costumes. Send us a tweet. <laughs> At tacos, the letter N tails, and um, without further ado, I think we will leave y'all with a bedtime story from our very own Taco Mom. Taco Mom, that would be me. Have an amazing and safe Halloween. Be sure to share all of your adventures with us, and uh, we'll see you next time. We'll see you in November, guys. Take it away, Taco Mom. Okay, friends. Well. This story is actually an experience that my dad had as a little boy. And I wanted to share it with you because there are quite a few details and it kind of comes full circle and you will see what I mean. So this took place around 1932. Already creepy. Daddy, <laughs> right. Daddy was black was and about, white back then? Daddy was about uh, seven years old at that time. 
And he had um, ants that lived in Mexico, in Matamoros, Mexico. And um, he would go occasionally on the weekends to visit them. Uh, he was born and raised in Brownsville, which, if you know, is uh, right across the border from Matamoros. And um, this house was, first of all, across the street from the um, soldiers' barracks there in Matamoros. Hmm. So there were always guards standing with their um, rifles guarding that those barracks. Scary, you know, in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this particular um, home was known to be haunted. And, and a lot of things happened, like um, chains rattling. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yes, it was said that you could hear chains rattling up and down the hallways. Um, also, there would be bursts of perfume in this one particular Ooh. room. Rose, rose um, scent perfume. Um, also, in this particular room, people were afraid to turn out the light because if they did, while still in the room, they would be touched on their shoulder. Ooh. Oh Yes, so my dad, um, one night, was sleeping on the back porch because it was hot. And, of course, back then they did not have um, AC. And he says that in the middle of the night, he woke up because he heard a noise. So he woke up and he sat up. And when he did, he saw a glowing greenish ball of light coming down the hallway. And, of course, he's seven years old. He's a little boy, but he's not scared, he said. He just watched it and watched it as it got closer to him. And it went out into the backyard. Uh It started um, circling the tree there was one tree mm-hmm. big old very very old tree and the dog started barking and chasing it oh my god and chasing it and chasing it and chasing it in circles in circles oh my god that dog went crazy he had to be put down <gasps> Yes, he went mad. He he had to be put down because he wouldn't stop. He oh just going gosh. around and around Poor that dog. tree. Oh and eventually, um, the next day, after hours and hours and hours, they realized that um, and and right that he was mad, and his um, his owner put him down. Oh my gosh! Right. So, was um, it my grandpa's dog? No, no, no. This dog belonged to the the ants, the ants that lived there in Mexico. Your grandpa was just visiting. He would go visit for the weekends on occasion. Mm -hmm. So in that same house, years later, okay, now my dad said that he tried not to go over there. (laughs) (laughs) Anymore. Very often. (laughs) Thank you, but no thank you. Thank you, but no thank you, yes. Um, Later, years later, um, the aunt and her husband were old 
they were old in their, uh, let's say, in their late 70s. And, which I guess isn't really old, but <laughs> not now. The closer, the older <laughs> I get, the longer I stretch out old age. Um, okay, so the husband um, said to his wife that she was going to, he was going to go take a nap before dinner. So um, a few hours went uh, went by, and he hadn't come out. So she quickly went to see what was you know, if he was okay, and she woke him up and said, it's time for you to get up for dinner. Come on, get up, it's late. And he said, how do you expect me to get up with that lady sitting in the chair looking at me? Oh, my God. She turned around and she said, what lady? And he said, right there, the lady that's sitting in the chair dressed in black. What the hell? She gets up and turns on to turn on the light. And when she does, the dog let out a horrible (gasps) howl. Oh, my God. I just got goosebumps. And she turned around and he had passed away. Oh, wow. Yes. So all of this happened in that house. That's too That's much. Terrifying. Very creepy. So I'll leave you with that experience that my dad had. Hope you have a wonderful Halloween. Until next time. <laughs>